Hello and welcome to Conversations on Karate. I'm Sue. I'm Greg. And we are joined by Chris Hansen of Karate Unity. Welcome, Chris. Hello. Good morning, good afternoon. <laughs> good morning. Well, good morning for you. Good afternoon for us. Yes. Chris is in Canada. We're in sunny UK. Nice. Yeah. Sunny. Yeah, it's very cold. So, cold and grey UK right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to be positive, but all right. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, we've had this in the works for a while, haven't we, really? We've been trying to get this. Yeah. This going. Les, it's been, uh, it's been great. Recording, Thanks Les to Les. Yep. Les sets everyone up. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we were just talking about, before we start recording, let's get back into it. We were talking about... Um, Bars Rutin and your chat with him. Yep. Um, so I'm guessing by that you're you're obviously big into MMA and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I I've always uh, before before MMA became MMA, we would we were doing that kind of stuff anyway. It was just kind of like a, a natural progression. Like we started mm. uh, we started mixing things up just purely out of curiosity and out of frustration. Like I I uh, I'm 52 years old. I started training uh at 10 um and then uh you know as i was moving up the ranks and put in the time um i just realized you know a lot of the stuff we were doing were, were fixed static positions you know we, yeah. we a lot of a lot of us were kind of it, it was frowned upon for us to to uh cross train or you know just veer out of the box and just you know try a technique a different way or even just mold it to our own um you know, body, body shape and stuff. We were all mm. just kind of fit into one dojo. We all had to line up and do everything the same way. And, you know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, in the beginning, as a kid growing up, I think, I think, uh, you know, we needed that kind of structure and like the kind of crowd that we had were kids from all walks of life that came from all kinds of different backgrounds and stuff. And they needed that structure to, to, uh, to learn. Right. But um, now, but anyway, like we would, uh, you know, I think after 10 years in, I, we we didn't have the internet back then, but uh, we would exchange phone numbers in change rooms and and like we go and we would talk really quietly. And go, yo man, hey, you want to meet up on the weekend? Well, let's do some training <laughs> in your garage, bro. We'll do some trick. Hey, we got these things called boxing gloves. Have you ever tried them before? And I go, no, man. Let's try these out. And oh, and then another guy would say, hey, we've got these things in our heads called pads and stuff. And so let's try them <laughs> out, right? So it was crazy. So we we would just you know that's the beginnings of MMA. This was like. This was like uh, early early eighties for us. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So so we uh, yeah. So we just I, I did a, I did that for a while. I cross trained with a lot of different players. Got lit up by a boxer. Um, and then oh, I was I've thinking, been okay, there. I, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I'm ho- I'm holding my hands down here, and these guys are up here, and their heads are moving, and dynamic footwork, and, and the whole bend, and the cardio is different too, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. I just I said, you know what? Let me uh, let me give this MMA thing a shot. So go figure. Ten years in, I uh, I joined an MMA club. So I've been I've been at Sam Lumpini Gym for a long time now, and uh, um, we do uh, Muay Thai, Savat, boxing, uh, Krav Maga, and submission grappling over there. Um, nice. So I, you know I I, I take uh, classes regularly there, and I also uh, help out with uh, a lot of their events and promotions and filming for them and. Uh, and yeah, I use a lot of their material and integrate it into my karate. So it's uh, it's amazing, man. I love it all. I love I love every yeah, art. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's funny when you when you say early eighties. It's funny how some people like 
again, it sounds like we're bashing on traditionalists again, Sue, doesn't it? But yeah, yeah, it's what yeah. we do. But it still hasn't caught up, really. You know, there's still a lot of people I who know. don't view things that way. I'm guessing that's yeah. kind of your objective with the the whole karate unity thing is to try and bring everyone into that kind of uh, that, that mindset. I'm trying to convert you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I mean. I mean, misery, misery, uh, misery loves company, right? I mean, and and uh, and vice versa, right? Like, I mean, um, I uh, uh, Ian Abernathy had a had a nice chat. Um, uh, him and I had a nice chat about uh, about this whole thing, about traditionalism and how, you know, how uh, there's healthy traditionalism and then there's traditionalism for the sake of keeping things, the the comfort of keeping things the same, right? Mm. But you know, if you look like I am no historian, I mean, there's there's uh, guys out there that that are really good at this kind of stuff. Like uh, Ian's really good at the history piece. Uh, Andre Andreas Quast, I don't know if you heard of him. Andreas yeah, Quast yeah, yeah. in Germany. He's uh, he's a he's a big name in that kind of thing. And uh, um, fellow Canadian, uh, what's it? Um, uh, Pat McCarthy. He uh, he's yeah. he's really he's really good. So I turn to those guys for history. But bottom line, if you look at the historical context and references, right? Um, masters were cross training all the time. They just didn't have technology like us at the tip of our fingertips, you know, and, and they were separated. They were separated by each other for, from each other by distance and technology and travel arrangements and all that. But they would they would cross train all the time, man. I mean, just the sheer nature of karate. I mean, it's a hybrid system of Southeast yeah, Asian arts 100%. and Chinese martial arts. And um, and I got I get excited when I talk about this because uh, I, I it's funny. Um. Uh, my my core art is Shoshin uh, is Shoshin Nagamini's art, um, Matsubayashiru. Um, yeah, and I've done yeah, I did that for like about fourteen years, um, mm-hmm. and then I cross trained in uh, in uh, in Kempo, uh, the American Kempo style. Uh, my my teacher over here, he um, he what's it? Uh, went over to Pasadena and learned from Ed Parker for for years, and so he certified he certified me as an instructor here, um, so to teach Kempo and all that. So, but the point is. As, as I was doing all these arts, all these instructors would always in their lessons take ideas from other places that their teachers told them, right? So it's mixed. Everything's mixed, right? Mm-hmm. And like, so I had, I had on my bookshelf uh, since I was a kid, this book from Shoshin Agamini, um, The Essence of Karate-do, Okinawan yeah. Karate-do. It's a great Shoshin book. Ag- famous. Oh, it's amazing, man. And in yeah. that book. In that book, it's hidden in there. You got to read it. But in that book, on the on on the section where they talk about dachiwaza stances, right? Mm-hmm. He says clearly. He says he says a lot of styles of Japanese karate uh, have have limitations um, with respect to footwork, and their footwork is the hindrance. These are my par- this is my paraphrase, but yeah, um, he says the, the 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 footwork is the hindrance to 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 the art. So he says um, um, they they lack uh, mobility, flexibility, and endurance. And he says you need to turn to other arts like boxing, aikido, kendo, judo, um, and and um, and wrestling, right? And so when I'm looking at these 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 co- uh, concoction of arts, I'm looking at it and I'm saying, whoa, that's MMA, bro, right? That's <laughs> MMA right there, right? Yeah. It's striking and grappling arts and weapon systems. I mean, well, weapon systems they don't have that in the sport. But uh, his point is. You got to keep things alive, athletic, and 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 real. And you got to go out there and touch hands with all these players, right? So, these these masters did it, man. These masters did it. So I I'm doing nothing new, you know. And and it's 
I always talk to all my all my my guests and, and and my friends and my instructors and whoever whoever wants to talk about this stuff. I just say, you know, I'm doing nothing new. It, it's this is a a natural progression. You know, we're mm. we're restless individuals. We need to move. Uh, you know, and we need to try things out. And we're curious. We're problem solvers. You know, we can't just st- be stuck in one spot, man. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I'm I, I love that. No, no, no. You carry. I on. like that. That that's the bit that that is like really key bit for me. Is like you know everything that we're doing in terms of karate. If you if you let it go, the way that people kind of their instincts want to go there, don't they? It's like mm-hmm. how do you figure yeah, this out? You know, let's put two people together, and you know, you start with that, and I'll figure it out. Mm. You know, problem solving. How can you do it? I was watching um, Andy Allen had something on the other day. And um, he was showing two students. One was only allowed to throw hooks and the other was only allowed to throw a kick. Yeah. Isolation. You know, and it's yep. Prob- yep, put them together and now they spar. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's, that's uh, it's absolutely, it's brilliant. The creativity that comes out of that and the problem solving yeah. that comes out of that. How do you manage? How do you cope when that's the only weapon that you've got? And it's, it's yep. good for you. You know, it's, it's really good fun to problem solve like that, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and you know, this type of uh, training methodology is 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 athletic. I mean, if you take a look at uh, if you take a look at uh, like I'm not big into sports, but uh, you know, I'll play catch up any sport. Like anyone wants to play, I'll play. But I'm I'm kind of like a jack of all trades. I don't I don't have a specialty in any sport. But uh, I know a lot of friends who are high level coaches, and you know, when when they teach their athletes, I mean, it's all about skill development. Right. So they, they throw them in and, uh, you know, they'll work on like basketball players. They'll work their footwork. Right. They'll work their footwork. They'll they'll work plays. And then they'll then they'll uh, then they'll play. They'll play a game, but they're going to only be isolating a particular play. So they'll mm-hmm. go left. They go right. They take a shoot. You know, they'll they'll turn the corner. They'll work on turning the corner and, 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 and passing or something like that. You know, and they'll do that over and over and over again for rounds and rounds and rounds. Right. And that's what Andy's doing. That's what good coaches are doing. Like Andy's a good friend of mine. Um, I was supposed to, I was supposed to go down to Nova Scotia um, last year, man, but uh, COVID kicked in and, you know, yeah. 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 I said, Hey, I'm going to stay in your cabin. It's all good, brother. I'm <laughs> you know, I'm in the karate just, cabin. Yeah. The karate cabin. Yeah. You know, he says, I he built said- that for you, brother. I built that for you. And I go, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he should do. He should, he should uh, use that when, when COVID opens up everything you should use that as his his niche come and come and train and stay at the karate cabin sleep in the dojo <laughs> yeah eat yeah. sleep and train karate in the karate oh, cabin god oh, yeah. yeah i'm gonna charge Andy for that right there oh yeah, yeah. You, you're gonna get 30 percent, bro yeah 100 percent. 30 percent. yeah i'll get five <laughs> <laughs> we can work something out we'll work out yeah, a deal yeah. All right, cool, man. Uh, you were, you're talking about um, Shoshin Nagamini and his his art. So, when you teach now, what kind? What do you define as your? I hate using the word style, but I'm going to do it anyway because everyone knows <laughs> what I mean. What when you say yeah. you teach? What what do you teach? Like, well, what is your your thing that oh, you would say that you teach now? This is we could we could talk we could end this with this t- conversation alone. This is I got so much to say here, but uh, <laughs> carry on. It's. Uh, <laughs> You ready for this? Okay. The short answer is it depends, and the long answer is uh, a, a bit of everything. 
Um, mm -hmm. So I, I, I'm going to tell you, I'll tell you why I say these things and, and, and how it, this came up about because um, I used to always, you know, people are as good as good as their teachers, right? Like we're as good as our, our parents, you know, we, 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 we're as good as the, our environment, right? And we, we function from what we know, whereas that's it, we're, we're doing the best we can given what we know, right? So in the beginning, uh, when, I, when I started teaching, I would basically emulate all my teachers. So um, I would be just showing them, the curriculum was very simple, very simplistic. It was, we'd spend hours in horse stances. Uh, spend hours in front stance, uh, Nikawashi Dachi, uh, line drills, back and forth. And, you know, people like to call it this 3K stuff, like, which uh, we, we never really, I'm not really used to that term because I, I don't think we use that term in, in Shorinru. But, um, no, I, I think that's, uh, to be honest, that's more of a Shotokan term. I think. Shotokan, yeah. Yeah. So, but, but I'm familiar with it because it, it trickled down like that, that very uh, structured way of training. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I came up the ranks like that too, right? So I, I'm very familiar with, with, with the training. I'm just not familiar with the term. But uh, yeah, so we would spend a lot of time on stances. Uh, we would be drilling set kata, um, set kihon sequences. Um, all very premeditated and, and, and nice and comfortable. And, uh, you know, sparring was uh, separate, you know, um, and even the sparring was, was pretty much just restricted to stand-up, right? Um, and so, yeah, that's how I taught for years. Um, but then later on, you know, like, um, like I said, my, my, my students taught me a lot. So these guys that I, that I would train, um, a lot of these, these techniques, they would get bored with. Uh, kata was uh, the way I was teaching the kata it was very convoluted um, and I was always wondering like why is it like I, I took it personal I was thinking um, maybe it's me as a teacher so then I I thought of I, I wrote things down. I love to journal um, and uh, and so like Les sent me that journal I loved it right uh, that new journal I just, I've just got mine today yeah 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 um, I'm gonna be doing a, a good book talk about about his journal um, Chris Wilder sent me some stuff too and uh, 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 Chris Denwood um, what's it, um, John Titchen. So I, I've done, I've done, uh, I've, I've done a review for John, but I, I, I said, you know what, I'm getting all these books from all these amazing instructors. I said, I need to compile all my thoughts and do one big podcast or a video on it, you know, but, uh, anyway, what, so, where was so I, you where can was cut, I? you can cut this out Sue, if you want, but we might be sending you something soon as well. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh is yeah, it a surprise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we we haven't officially announced it yet, but we yeah we yeah, well, this, we've been working this, on a journal. This podcast won't go out oh. until until it's done, but um, yeah, we, until it's until it's announced. But the, the funny thing is, is that when um when Les announced his, we'd been working on ours for a few months as well, because I'm like you, Chris. I love to journal. Yeah, uh, yeah. I love to use goal setting ones, and Greg's big into yeah. it as well. Um, mm -hmm. for for fitness as well, particularly. So um, yep. we'll send you ours as well, um, you know, because oh, what's awesome yeah. is they're all going to come out looking so different. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. With everyone journaling else. is, uh... sorry, go ahead. No, no, everyone's, uh, everyone's focus is going to be slightly different. So, yeah, um... no, it's true. And, and, and that's the beauty of it, right? Because like we're all individuals, right? Like I, um, I'd love to talk about the journaling piece uh, later if, if you like, or we can talk about it now. Yeah. I, I, I journal as well, but uh um, I'm just going to bookmark that thought because I'd love to share with you because my, my journaling process, because I, I have done that, oh my God, since since I discovered that my dad did it. Like my dad is a journaler. 
Uh, I li- and I lived with my, I grew up with my dad, like, you know, I lived with my dad for a long time till I was about 30, right? Um, and uh, yeah, he journals everything, man. Like, for, it's religious. He, w- he wakes up in the morning, he has his journal out, and he writes down, like, every little thing, you know? Breakfast. Really? I uh, got to walk the dog, then do this, do that, and, and this and that. And he goes, then he says, Chris, you got to write stuff down. That's the way you get it done. He goes, come over here, Chris. Let me show you. Every time you get something done, check it off. He goes, when you check it off, that's just going to make you feel great. It's going to fuel you for your day, right? So I, that translated into my martial arts, right? So I'll, I'll, I'll share with you my journal idea later. But uh, uh, where, bring me back. Where were we? We were talking about – what were we talking about? I, we, 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 what were we talking about? I've got lost on journals now, to be honest. Oh, you, oh, you asked me. You asked me about, about my – what do I teach? What oh, yeah, I teach? you start. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So – so in the beginning, it was karate, man. It was just straight karate. Uh, stances, kihons, kata, right? And some sparring. Um, and then uh, we would follow, you know, the same belt curriculum as my teachers, right? Mm-hmm. But later on, you know, as, as I started, uh, as I, I, you know, I rolled all this out and, you know, my, my, my clients were my guinea pigs, right? They, this kind of method wasn't working, especially, you know, as time progressed, when technology started to, to uh to get better and people mm. started to see access to all different types of different arts right they their attention spans kind of you 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 need to teach them you need to sh- convince them right away of the application first i find you got to prove prove to your to your clients and your your students you know why something works if you show them why then the mm-hmm. how is easy yeah right so, so, I mean, like now, now I, you know, because I teach in a school uh, environment, you know, my, I've got a couple of curriculums. So like I teach, uh, uh, I'm a school teacher here in Toronto, Canada. Uh, I teach uh, uh, youth uh, and, and young kids um, uh, at the elementary panel. I teach all the subjects and uh, like Andy, Andy and I have a lot of similarities. Andy, Andy's taking it uh, one step further though. He, he's actually created a legitimate um, uh, subject at the high school level called martial arts 11. Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. That's really, that's really cool. That's amazing. So at, at some point, I, I want to uh, pick his brain at how he did that. But uh, um, I kind of know how to do it at the elementary level, but there's a lot of red tape, right? But I want to know the shortcuts and, and some gray areas that I can navigate so I can get it done faster. But uh, So I teach, uh, I teach a martial art curriculum too, um, and I integrate it to my health and physical education program. And I pitched that to my principals for a long time, and uh, they said, hey, man, there's not a lot of people doing it. And if it keeps the kids fit and pushes a positive character development, I'm all for it. Right. So I said, Hey, that's what it's going to be. But the problem with that problem though, is I can't really teach it the way I really want to teach it. And, you know, cause I, I want to introduce contact and there's all this mm-hmm. liability in the school area. So, you know, I, I, um, so it's very watered down and stripped down and it's a fun, fun type of program. So that's that program. Um, and then, uh, then I've got my privates. So, um, Later on, I'll give you a, a little dojo tour. I'll show you my dojo here. But um, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's uh, I got a I got a small space here, but I could I could probably safely fit about say six six students. Uh, they'll be spread out, but six students. Um, and I, I've I've ran seminars out of here, small seminars, and um, but it's mostly privates. I do privates um, and a small group. Um, if if someone wants to book a venue and sponsor me, uh, you know I go. Um, and lately, over the last two years, since Karate Unity is starting to climb, I've been teaching. Um, I've been teaching uh, overseas. So my first gig was in 2019 in UK. I taught. Uh, oh, wow. That's where I met. Yeah, I met. I met uh, Les for the first time. 
uh, and, and a whole bunch of other guys there too. So, but so that's, that's, that's the scope of my teaching and my, my actual curriculum, like I said, it depends on who I get and what they want. Mm-hmm. So it's very tailor-made, right? So for example, I'll give an example. Uh, one of my clients is a police officer um, and he's been in the force for about 20 years. He's got a previous uh, martial art background um, and he was a former student of, uh, of my master, Vic Arnold. Uh, he's the Kempo guy I was telling you about. And, um, but he passed away uh, in 2015. And so, um, you know, it was a huge loss for, for our community. And uh, um, I was fortunate enough, uh, Vic, actually, uh, I spent the last three years before he passed, uh, we spent like countless hours every Sunday. I was picking his brain, um, you know, training with him. Uh, driving him around, taking him here, this and there. And uh, then we'd come back to his place and, and train. And he was like 70, 73, when he, 74 when he died. Um, but uh, for the last three years, I, I picked his brain and he downloaded the curriculum in my head and in my arms, man, and in my heart, you know. And uh, so this student that left Vic um, came back and found me. And he says, hey, you're still doing this stuff? And I go, you're damn right, man. I go, I, I said, I'm, I'm taking it to another levels, brother. And uh, he says, uh, oh, please. He goes, I, I want to continue where I left off. So he stopped at Brown Belt. So I said, brother, I'll be, it'll be honored to take you back, man, to have you, right? And, and so, uh, so my curriculum for him now is uh, I'm throwing him some kata, uh, kata that he needs, kata that, that, that's tailor-made for his body type. Right. Mm. Um, and his job. So he, 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 he does a lot of hands-on stuff. So for me, I mean, I'm Nahanchi. Nahanchi is a very good close quarter uh, system. Um, yeah, absolutely. And pre- yeah. And pretty much, uh, pretty much all of the kata can be, you know, I mean, everything's dictated by range. And, you know, once you have that range, you can take a long, a long shot like that and turn it into a, t- turn it into a shorter, a shorter strike. Right. So, mm-hmm. Uh, but Nahanchi lends itself to short strikes naturally and short snappy movements with a lot of core twists and all these kind of things and uh, low strong stances. So I mean, it it works nice in a close quarter. So Nahanchi, Nahanchi one, two, and three. Uh, I, I I I'm showing him. Um, and then w- the way I'm teaching it, it's different now too. So we would we would get taught the kata in its entirety, and we had to. Yeah. It was like rote, rote memorization skill. But mm-hmm. now what I do is I teach bits and pieces of the kata at a time so um and and sometimes to some students i would just extract maybe one or two ideas from the kata right um and drill the heck out of that right um and and so so yeah that's my teaching that's my teaching uh you know my method it's it's uh i i look at all of the arts that i've learned um as a huge toolbox right and so whatever my students need, I will pull out and dish it out, kind of like a, a, a subcontractor would, you know, on the job, right? So mm-hmm. look, uh, I, I, you know, you need close quarter tools. All right, here's a bit of Nahanchi. Here's a bit of Krav Maga. And uh, here's a bit of, uh, 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 what's it, uh, combative uh, uh, submission, submission grappling techniques that we, we can use. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and we just kind of flow, right? Flow from one need to the next type of thing as I pull um, from different curriculums. Yeah. So what happens when you've got someone coming in like for the first time, they just want to try it out. How do you, uh, how do you approach that? Yeah. So, um, when, when stu- <laughs> that happens all the time, uh, and, uh, it depends. Like I, I get to know, I get to know the student. I want to find, find out what they're looking for. 
sometimes they don't know what they're looking for. So I just kind of give them, give them a little survey of, of what we do. I said, okay, well, this is what karate is going to look like. So I show them, show them some, some, some traditional movements. Uh, I'll show them some applications right off the bat. Usually the applications hook them. So I show them the mm -hmm. applications first and they go, whoa, you can do that. And, and I show, show it to them very fast. And, uh, you know, um, and, I, and I usually have pads out and uh, kind of just kind of take them by surprise a little bit in a safe way. Right. Um, and that kind of hooks them. Right. So, so I, I've had like I've had about three, three students get turned off by it. Um, but mo most of them kind of kind of like that approach where I show them the application first. And then we, mm -hmm. we just go. And then once I, it's all about rapport, right? So once I get to know what they want, um, you know, even, even, af even after that, that first demonstration, um, that tells a lot just from their reaction to it. And then I kind of just suggest, you know, I'm kind of like a consultant. I'll suggest some things to them. Uh, try this, try this out, try that out. Let's see how this fits. It's kind of like wearing some clothing, right? Like try this punch out. Let's, let's try some boxing. Let's see how, how, how that works. And then once they start moving around and I get to see that they're comfortable, then We'll just focus just on that, right? So, yeah, I kind of veer my veer my students towards learning boxing first as a striking system, and mm -hmm. then I'll pull from all the kihon wazas and I'll kind of throw it in the mix of a of a boxing uh, delivery system type of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's that's one thing I've started doing when we we've just gone back to teaching now, um, or to, to to our group training now, and one thing I immediately started doing when we went back was teaching that line work kind of delivery and I, as I was doing it to you know I was giving out counts you know on the count we'll do one two and then I thought no actually I'm just going to leave you to it go off and nice. it on your own yeah which I find it's, it's much like you said you discover things more you know I don't, I don't know I don't know if that kind of um to the count delivery system works for me that well anymore yeah. That marching up and down the line type thing. And what I mean is it's very much more like a boxing way. Every time I've been to a boxing gym, it is like that. It's not done on counts. It's not done. It's just kind of, right, we're going to set the timer for a certain amount of time. Just go away and, and do this on the bag. And people will come around and coach you when, they, when you need it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, th there's all kinds of different teaching methods. But, you know, in a, in a boxing gym, like I've, I've been to a few boxing gyms and I've trained under a few boxing coaches and it's cool to see their different styles. Like I, I, I've seen boxer coaches train like karate guys, or or oh know, really? Okay. Call it yeah, yeah. Like they'll show you say a jab cross, right? And they'll they'll step you through. You know, you know they'll adjust you, and you know they'll they'll, they'll even like hit. You know, you know Okinawan guys. You know they they kind of patch you and kind of you know yeah. check you and support your. I don't know what the term term for that is, but uh, they'll patch you down and hit you in certain ways, right? Boxer guys do that too. They hit your abs, tighten up, tighten up, right? They'll just slap your legs, you know. They'll, they'll kind of push your shoulders back, you know. Hit your chin down, right? And 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 stuff like that. So they'll 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 do all those adjustments, and sometimes they'll do counted counted techniques too. Like boxers have, uh, you know, uh, they have a uh, numbered system for punching. Like <clears throat> one's a jab, two's yeah, a cross, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. And they'll count them up: one, one, two, one, two, three, one, two, three, four, right? And and um. And we'll do that in class over and over again, right? But but we don't spend a lot of time there. Then they'll just show you, they'll send you off on your own and then come and adjust you, right? So I think I think there's a time and place for that kind of stuff. And it depends on the learner too, right? Like as a as an elementary school teacher, like I really appreciate that rote style 
of structure where we're all doing it the same way in the beginning because it gives, you know, for a young developing mind, you know, it, it's, it's good because it gives that structure. But then, you know, you can't spend too long there because, and if you're a good teacher, you'll, you'll see that your students will start to start to shake and get restless, right? After teaching them, you know, uh, whether it's martial arts or, or mathematics, right? If you teach them just rigid, rigid algorithms or rigid techniques, right? They, they'll naturally want to just break free the, out of boredom, right? Yeah. And they're going to want to try yeah. stuff out, right? So you got yeah. you to gotta, you gotta be careful with that, yeah. Well, speaking as a student, um, you know, it's, it's like I've done a lot more of the on-the-count stuff than I have of the free stuff. Um, mm. I think I like the on-the-count stuff if it's a... Um, a combination that I've not done before yes. um, or it's very precise um, so if it's um, you know and I think that I feel like the teacher's got a chance then to say right one and he can look up the line he can move up the line and he can watch everyone and he can control so he's yeah. got a chance to un make sure that you've got it which is um, you know so if, if you know that he's seen you as a student you know that you've been seen and you've got it right so that's kind of reassuring from a student point of view and then um yeah but then the free when it goes free like greg would tend to do that in the last class you know you you get to like experiment with it play around with it try going fast try going slow move in a different direction try that out and i know he's kind of seeing that all right they're trying this they're trying that so i guess that gives the teacher a chance to see where are you going with it but i think yeah. as a student it's um they definitely both have their benefit and i like a mix yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. I, I uh, just uh, just a, a reaction to what you were just saying just now. Um, I did a I did a uh, an impromptu coaching podcast on my Instagram uh, on this. Teaching is learning, and learning is teaching. Um, I, I I had that that phrase, and uh, I uh, it was because I don't know. I, I I'm very uh, I can say reflective, right? And uh, so when I I. That this was brewing in my head. It was I was so passionate about it. It was stirring in my head. Teaching is learning. Learning is teaching. After training, uh, after one of my privates, and um, because um, I, as I was showing the student uh, the Nahanchi techniques, I was showing him, you know, the opening move for our our Nahanchi one is you know you start off like this. That's yoi. We cross our hands and then we move across this way, right? Mm -hmm. Right across this way here. Then we smash and then we come down, right? And so he uh, he was having trouble. He was having trouble with, with after, uh, having trouble with getting there. Like his hands, he, he had trouble, like you know, crossing his hands, right? So yeah. I said, imagine, imagine which, imagine you're shoulder checking something, okay, and then you're you're grabbing something, and then you're 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 going for a collar tie. You're going you're gonna grab someone's neck. So so I basically gave him the the uh, the application to think about. So. You're checking, you're checking a punch, grabbing, and then you're coming in for the collar tie. So, boom, right? Um, and uh, then, it, then you can see his movement starting to change. Then he was thinking, and then it, it was, it became a little bit more fluid. It wasn't perfect, but he got it, right? Mm. And so then I'm thinking, oh my god, uh, I, I, why should, why couldn't I just have done that earlier? Uh, we kind of wasted about five minutes there, right? I, I should have just shown him that in the beginning. So then I, I was thinking, teaching is learning. And learning is teaching, right? So I, I'm learning from I'm learning from the way I taught him how to teach it better. And it's a feedback mm. loop. It's cyclical. It's yin yang, man. You know, it's it's amazing. So um, I think I think to you know to be a to be a good coach and 
to be a receptive student, you 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 have to you have to be be willing to to accept different teaching styles, and you have to be able to have in your toolbox all kinds of uh, ways to adapt. You know, um, so it's uh, never ending, man. Never ending story. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you quick question? Do you, do you find that being a school teacher does that help your martial arts teaching and and vice versa? Have you found that? Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred yeah. um, percent. Um, it's a little bit of aptitude too. Um, like I, I naturally, since I was a, a kid, I, I, I always liked to, to help people. Um, like I remember, I remember being, being a white belt on my first day. Um, you know, we had the gi. Someone showed me how to, how to tie, uh, put the gi together and everything. And then uh, just, just right off the bat, soon as someone showed me, showed me that I was helping up my the other beginners too, right? Just naturally, I just wanted to do that, right? And so. Couple of years in, my my teacher says, "Hey, you know what? You're orange belt now." He goes, "But I got a challenge for you." And I go, "What's that?" He goes, "I want you to take class." And I went, "What? As an orange belt?" And he goes, "No, you, because you can do it." He goes, "I'll help you. I'll be in the back. You take the workout first, and then you can you can run them through some kihons." And I'm going, "Oh my god!" Right? So I started doing that at like ten years old. <laughs> you know what I mean? But but so that aptitude kind of carried me into teaching. And then once I learned how to become a once I went through teachers' college and all that kind of stuff, uh, mm-hmm. it, it made sense. Like how, just the the whole art of curriculum development and packaging, how to organize curriculum, and 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 how to just be fluent from, you know, uh, ca- tailor tailor making your your uh, instruction to your students' needs. That's key, man. And and I learned learned a lot of that from education, right? Um, mm. Just. You know, it's it's really cool. So I'm really blessed to have had that opportunity being an educator. I mean, that was my second career. Uh, my first career was a software development guy. So I, I did that for about eight years, and that even helped me too, because it helped me organize the ideas very efficiently and very fast in a logical, uh, you know, way. Because uh, coding and and I, I was a coder for about eight years. Um, and uh, yeah, man, that that was a tough job. <laughs> That's one of the reasons why I left. I, it was really, really stressful, man. But uh, yeah, but yeah, all those things help, man. Everything helps. Everything helps. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that's a great idea, isn't it? Is that you always bring in what you've learned before, and yeah. if, uh, it all should all inform what you're doing now. Everything should, you know, talk to everything else. All the things in your mm-hmm. life should be talking to everything else. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. <clears throat> and I've noticed that about guys who code, they're often um, very organized. <laughs> they're good at some are not <laughs> but yeah <laughs> but you have to be you have to be i mean it's it's because you've got you've got all this information coming at you and you just need to package it and bring bring it in when you need it and put it up in your code decoder and just uh debugger i mean and just just go but yeah mm. but uh yeah no it's it's uh it's it's been really cool i i um I think I think this is going to be a, a really great retirement for me because uh, I mean I'm I, I'm talking like an old man here, but uh, I am 52. <laughs> I've got I've got a I've got till like I think uh, for me to receive full pension, I think uh, I have to work till I'm about 61. So it's uh, yeah, it's not a not a long uh, not a long way off. But uh, so I'm starting to think and plan right, and uh, so yeah, Karate Unity is going to be my passion project. You know, it's. Uh, and and I love it. Like I, I, I love the the journey, right? Like 
my goal my goal for for this is to is to basically like this is it this is what's happening like this is this is my goal to to talk to people to spread mm. ideas to to take their ideas and share their ideas like i mean if you take a look at if you take a look at uh my my content my content is not my content my content is your content <laughs> you know what i mean it, it, my content is everyone's content man like i i love i love what what you know what a lot of martial artists are doing and i i'm i'm just passing it around and i'm putting my spin on things and you know um i my my goal is you know before before i die i want to be able to touch hands with every single style and combat sport that's out there i want to be able to to at least try it you know and and uh taste it right um, yeah yeah cuz it's yeah, all good cool. man it's all good everything is good you know i i really it gets me infuriated actually like like angry and passionate right when people start bashing and crapping on other arts and and mm-hmm. and that's simply because you know it when that happens it shows a couple of things like it shows where people are with their with 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 their self concept and and their their you know just where they are in their maturity and their thinking level their thinking and and it also shows you know their will their unwillingness to learn from you and see your point of view right um and so like you know for example like you you see all the pe- all these people bashing karate and bashing aikido and like especially aikido like the aikido guys oh my god they get they get, yeah they, they get, get <laughs> oh they get shafted all the time but it's funny they do because i i i have friends i have friends that that trained with aikido masters high level aikido masters that in japan that that were uh high ranking police officers in in their division in japan and the aikido that what a lot of people don't understand is the aikido that people see is is the is the kata pretty much it's the mm-hmm. form they're not seeing the application the actual application say of, of an arimanagi arimanagi is is boom it's short it's fast it's it's nasty you know if i'm going to do a if i'm going to do first control on you you don't put it on just cold you strike the heck out of somebody you crash in you hit you rip you tear and then you put it on right and they don't see all that they just see all the mm. nice you know everybody in their nice uniforms flipping around and that's just an exercise the actual application is is nasty so i wish people would would uh would would see that right and so my one of my missions is to is to basically showcase the beauty of every art and showcase mm-hmm. that we are all connected man we are all we're all one man you know as bruce lee would say like i i'm a big bruce lee fan as you can see <laughs> but uh I mean I don't adore the guy but I I I really think he was an innovator and I he was really I, ahead of his time wasn't he Yeah yeah you said it well he was he was very mature the guy was like in his 20s and and talking like like uh like a sage you know Yeah yeah you know like and and he That's says you thing, know when you think about as... it, he he died when he was what 32 Oh yeah bro so and, like, sad yeah. so sad you know really really sad the man the man like uh was mixing arts um and 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 just taking taking his jkd and customizing it to like he said he goes my jkd last year is different than my jkd this year and and your mm-hmm. jkd is going to be different uh when you teach it and he says that's the way it should be right and and ian abanathi he he's great like ian's great man he 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 knows 
he knows how to take all these different uh, uh, amazing quotes and make it real, right? Like he, I can't, I think he uses a lot of Uncle Itoso stuff uh, and yeah. Choki, Choki stuff. And like, I, I think one of them um, said something like, uh, you know, you have to make karate your own. You got to make mm. it your own, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I love it all, man. I love it all, you know? I, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool um, kind of concept, the whole idea of, of highlighting the best of every art. I like that. So yeah. I the way I think of it, I mean, they're, 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 all the arts must have worked at some point. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you, don't, you don't get to where they are today if they didn't work. It's just because they might not work the way they are now, as you know, with some of the way karate is practiced, some of it doesn't work. But it doesn't mean it never did. It's just a case yeah. of, you know, fi finding, like Bruce Lee used to say, finding the stuff that's useful and getting rid of the stuff that's useless. Well, you know what? It's all useful. It's just it all comes down to the training method. It's like this, mm. man, okay? I, I got a pencil. Oh, hold on. <laughs> hold on one second. Uh, sorry about Killed that. Killed your headphones I, I got... with your pencil. Lethal <laughs> pencil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got a pencil. I got an eraser and I've got, uh, I've got, uh, I've got some, 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 some wires here. Right. And each, each of these have use, right? Like, and, and then like, you know, I, I did a, I did a recent video on my YouTube about this. It's about frames. Right. I've, um, seen, I've and, seen it. And, yeah. Yeah. And I started talking about pencils. Right. And I said, yeah. this is a pencil, but it's not a pencil. It's a ruler. Right. And so, and so, I mean, I, I started off by using this, this demonstration where, you know, you've got a, a, a structural a structural mechanical tool here you've got a a flat edge it's uh it's tapered right and you know you can use this as a ruler too if i put this down and i draw draw along it right i'm not changing the biomechanical structure of this I, i'm still keeping it but i'm just what i'm doing is i'm using my innovation and i'm and i'm i'm using my innovation my creativity to unlock different kind of uses for this so I can use this as a ruler. I can use this as a pencil. I can use this as a fidget tool, right? If I want to burn off some anxious energy, you know, at university, I used to, I used to flip, flip my pencils like this, go backwards and all these kind of things, right? Um, it's a fidget tool. Uh, it's a scratcher, <laughs> okay? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and, and sometimes it's just, it's just one of those things that makes me feel comfortable. Like I ask a lot of the kids, some of my kids in my class, they like to put their pencil in their ears just like this. And I go, why, why do you do that? And, and they say, I don't know. Makes me feel good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I'm saying to myself, things have value and mm. you can use it. You just have to think out of the box, man. You know, like, like uh, I, I've been doing a lot of filming about this type of idea where you can take tools and creatively, um, creatively come up with ideas. Like I never, this came to me, this came to me just by, sparring and incident in, incidental just by accident you take you take this ukiwaza like this okay this mm -hmm. ukiwaza just like that this uh, middle uh, what's it called chudan chudan okay this this uh, middle middle block right if you dissect it in two right if you dissect it in two and just look at what each hand is doing this hand is crossing yeah. the center this hand's coming down like this right well um if you kind of if you just look at the motion and and say delete this part and change it into an open hand then this becomes a parry. This becomes a parry, right? And you can parry. And just because you're bringing your hand all the way down, this distance here about maybe two, two, two and a half feet, that's gold. That's golden real estate, man. Because I can use, I can even use just 
a quarter of that distance just to kind of pull something off if I need it, right? And then now, then now you use the creative, your creativity of fast forward and reverse. So now if you look, if you look at the technique like this, where it's going forward, forward is like this, right? But if you were to reverse that motion, right? It's this, right? So you go like, mm. so it's, it starts to get delivered like this. But if you reverse it and reverse it this way, you're, you're dealing with a whole now, a whole defense system here, a, a, a system of defense where you're plucking, a, a system of defense where, where if you reverse it, you, you're using it as a shield to get out, right? And so now you throw that into a boxing mix, right? Boxers do that all the time. They parry, yeah. they check this way, right? And you can use that to fire and hit and, and all these kind of things, right? And, and so now if you want to use a striking, as a striking, right? So, so this left hand does the pairing, the checking, the moving, right? And the removals, if, if I need to. This hand here now, if you look at it, is going down and going up. Well, that's a high-low concept. So you, you're kind of like parrying, split entry, hit the body, and then come right up and hit the top. And bro, I have had that happen to me so many times in sparring. High-level fighters, they come in, they split, they split my hands, hit me to the body, move, and hit me on top. And it happens like mm. pop, pop, really, really quick, right? So I said, hey man, I'm gonna I'm gonna mix these ideas into my game and I'm gonna unlock all these keyhones and start sprinkling some creativity on these things. And let's see where it goes. Let's see if people are gonna buy it, right? And you know what? I, I show them the application. And one of the biggest uh, biggest criticisms from a lot of karate guys is that's not karate. That's boxing. Mm -mm. That's, that's mm -mm. this, that's that. I go, you're just calling it names, bro. It's the same movement. You yeah. guys call it Chudanuki, but I'm saying it, 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 it's, it, just, it just works. <laughs> yeah, is, it, is, it, um, you know? is it karate culture that say we're all movement? Is it, is yeah. it those guys? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which make, Mike it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think to be I, honest, uh, I think that might be where I first I first saw your stuff. Actually, was on their channel. Thinking yeah, about it, did I, you uh, did you good, teach for them? They're good friends of mine. Yeah, I okay. uh, I went I went to visit them in Texas uh, right before they they started their dojo. I helped them out uh, uh, just as a friend. I just went there. I said, "Hey, man, uh, I'd love to check your dojo out." And we we would move equipment in there and. Uh, uh, we, I just wanted to see them. I love, I love their stuff. I love their innovative thinking. Um, and, uh, yeah. And then we did some filming there and I filmed in their, in their first dojo. Um, and, uh, yeah, but prior, prior to me going down there, they did a lot of stuff. Um, they shook, they had this uh, one video that shook the karate world. Um, it's the one where, uh, they're, they're, they're in the beach and they're doing all these different movements and they're yeah. showcasing Okinawan movements and yeah. MMA movements. It's so cool, man. So cool. It's a man. great video. It's a great video. Yeah. That's what made their channel. That one video. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, those See, guys like, are great like, guys. Going back to that, the, the, what you just did there with the, with, the, with the block. Yeah. That shows how deep, how deep Kata can go. Because, you know, you've just, you've taken from one technique there, you've taken four, four techniques out of it. Yeah, uh, one movement. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, the, you can really see why they would only use maybe two or three kata back in the day. Yeah, you know, it, when you can when you can old, get that deep. It's 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 um it's you can call it deep, but it's also a, a it's a it's a breadth of perspective too. Like you have to 
it all it's all depends on how you look at it right like like it's perspective man i sh i would show i do this experiment it's a human experiment you show anybody one picture you put a people in a, in a in a room and you show them one picture and you just ask them this one question what do you see just ask them that what do you see you're going to get a whole bunch of answers I tried this in class. Um, uh, I didn't want to spoiler trail anything with hints and stuff to the kids. So I just got a picture of a tree, a nice colorful picture of a tree, took it out. And I go, okay, guys, we're just going to play a little game just to break things up today. What do you see? And I showed him a picture of a tree. You'd be surprised the answers I got. One answer was, I got a tree. I see leaves. I see an air cleaner, they said. Okay. Uh, another kid says, I see the water cycle. Um, another kid says, I see a home for birds, right? Another kid said, I see shade, right? You, you see what I'm saying? So, mm. so you're, you're looking at one thing, that one structure, but you've got all these different perspectives on it, right? And, and so all these other kids are looking at the reaction. This is really important, right? The, you, you see the reaction of the other kids listening to their point of view and they're like this they're like and i go okay our next step now is i want you guys to talk about why you saw that to each other right and so now everybody's kind of like going oh now i know why you seen this right and so everybody's like saying their story about why they see it as whatever they just said they saw it as right mm. and so then at the end you know i bring them all back and i go well what did you learn about other people's perspectives Right. And so, you know, we have this great conversation. And so I, that's the way I teach karate, man. I said, listen, this is a chodanuki, but it is a tool set. Um, we are we are going to be carpenters here. We're going to use this tool based on what we need it for. Now, we can't, you know, originally we were taught it as a as a as a as a block against a zuki coming this way. Right. And you block it. And OK, we've got this as a security measure to check it and then block it. But. I mean, punches don't come at you like that, man. Punches, punches come at you in all kinds of ways. You know what I'm saying? And, and violence is chaotic, bro. So why not use it based on what's happening? So, mm -hmm. oh my God, this one motion here is a system in itself. If you, if you take a look at, if you take a look at the crossing motion over here, I mean, boxers call it the Philly shell and, yeah. and the Philly shell, the Philly shell is a very advanced defensive and offensive system mobility system that's not mm. taught in the beginning it's taught after once you know how to use your footwork once you know how to use your head movement it's taught once you know how to do all those punches it's kind of like a very high level high level uh system because because you're using all kinds of things here you're using this hand to to kind of mitigate problems here you're using the shoulder right and then you're releasing this it's all in the release after here you can strike off of this and you can strike low and go up high and just start changing and then come back into the structure again right and there's all kinds of turning involved and so i'm thinking all right i want to definitely incorporate that in my karate right and so i when i went to the uk in 2019 i you can ask less I, I i taught i taught this type of application to to, to the whole group there and uh they were like whoa this is cool right because Cause it is, it's, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you can, you can, you can use it in so many ways, man. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's really cool. Um, and it changes, man. Like I, the more I, the more I touch hands with different martial artists, the more I see that a lot of their stuff is the same as what we're doing and vice versa, because 
we got arms and legs, man, that can only move in certain ways, right? So our applications are going to cross. So, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's, it's really cool that way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You said you yeah. wanted to, um, to, 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 to try and touch all the different arts. What's, um, yeah. th- there must be one that you kind of, you, you haven't done yet that you're desperate to do. Um, well, there's a lot. I, I, I have shied away from weapon, weapons arts. So I, I would like to delve into, into that more, you know, like, mm. uh, Kobojitsu, Ko- Kobojitsu, um, uh, you know, the Japanese, the Okinawan style of weaponry. Um, mm-hmm. I'd like to try fencing. I dabbled in fencing a little bit. Um, but, uh, I want to, I want to get a license to a gun range. Uh, shooting guns are, is fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me too. I want to do that too. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, stuff like that. Uh, I want to get back into archery as well. Uh, when I, when I was in university, uh, we, we would have, uh, I had lunchtime, uh, uh they would, the administrators there would set up, uh, uh, an archery gallery there. And, uh, it was so relaxing, man. Just, uh, it's just yeah. feels so cool. You know what I mean? And it's one of those natural kind of calming feelings, you know? And, uh, yeah. So it's so much to do, man. You know, there's so much to do, so much to learn. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I want to try those things out. Weaponry. Yeah. Sue's been dabbling in weapons recently. Haven't nice. you, Sue? I, have, I have. I've been learning, um, informally, um, Teko Kata from the Tyra lineage and um, Nunchaka. Oh, Nunchaka, yeah. Um, so, as I say, informally, just um, very gently, it's a completely new world to me. And I've yeah. been thoroughly loving it. It's, um, I mean, by, by no means finished learning karate at all, but it's just yeah. such a nice extra level and a completely different one because it's Okinawan-based. The stances are really short. It's um, it's lovely. I'm loving it. Absolutely Ooh, loving it. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it's it's just it's so cool to be learning something that's totally different, and to have to learn it um, to to really focus on your energy, to really deepen, to to really lower your energy. I'm constantly being told, you know, all your energy is up in your upper body, and my stances yeah. are still very Shotokan. I keep doing big, big stances. Yeah, and it's not. It's it's way way closer and smaller. Right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Our, our good friend James in Tokyo is uh, is doing me the the favor of uh, of introducing me to this. It's absolutely fascinating. Highly recommend. That's cool, man. I yeah. uh, I'm getting a kick just seeing your enthusiasm. Yeah, I can tell. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's it, so I, I'm exciting. assuming you're a tactile learner too. Like I'm assuming you like to fidget and use your hands a lot. I'm going to yeah, assume that because I need to do things to to yeah, learn yeah, and yeah. understand them. Um, yeah. I I learn. I would. I don't really know if I only learn in one method. Sometimes a video works really well for me. Sometimes spoken, you know, the written word is is easier for me to to manage. Depends on what I'm doing. But I'm um, yeah. usually if it's something challenging for me, it's something that uh, repetition and. Um, doing it is is uh, nice. necessary for me yeah yeah that's cool the the the, wep- the weapon the weapons uh curriculum would give a good outlet for people who are naturally you know restless like for me 
I'm a restless kind of person. I'm always moving around. I'm always bouncing around, you know, when I'm walking and stuff, it's just, and so like when I, when I, uh, when, when I, when I'm exploring weapons, I, it just burns off that energy. It's really cool. Like, you know, like even, I, I don't know. I, I find I find a lot of martial art guys that I that I that I know we're we're just restless people. Some some of us like I, I'll be mm. putting some stuff in the microwave and uh, and wait waiting for my food and uh, I'm just shadow boxing in the kitchen, you know, punching Do it all the punching time, things all and the moving time. around and just kind of you know <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you know. What yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. We we just got done with talking to uh, Mike Clark. Um, yes. A short while ago, such a such a nice, nice, interesting man, and he said literally the same thing that whenever the kettle's on, he's uh, practicing kata in the kitchen. Yep, Mike Clark. That name sounds familiar. He, uh, I think he's one of my friends, and he's yeah. He, uh, he, I definitely know that name. He's a karate guy, right? Yeah, in yeah. Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in Australia. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I, I think I know him. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm, I was supposed to go, I swear, man, COVID, COVID really wrenched a lot of things. I was supposed to have my, my first Australian seminar in uh, Queensland there, uh, PJ, Sensei PJ Broom, Broomhall. I don't know if you, you know, you know that name. PJ, uh, he goes by, in Facebook, he goes by, on Facebook, he goes by uh, PJ Broomy. Uh, that's his name. But um, yeah, he, uh, he, he's, he's based at a, a, a key, key, Cairns, Cairns. Uh, in um, Queensland, I was supposed to go there to do seminar there, but uh, yeah, couldn't go. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'll go. I'll go again. Yeah, I, I think there's going to be a lot of um. So you know, we're all going to be like dashing off all over the world as soon as we're allowed to, aren't we? I can't. I can't oh, wait yeah. to see all the people I haven't been able to see. Yeah, or meet. I just want to get 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 on a plane again. I I miss it. Yeah, I was supposed to. I was supposed to go uh, last month. To uh, I had everything booked. Uh, Christian, Christ, are you? Are you? Do you know who Christian Widdyworth is? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You wanted to bring that up. Actually, you've got an upcoming seminar, haven't you? Yeah, I've got one up uh, next Saturday. Um, so I'm I'm preparing preparing for that, getting that going. I wanna I wanna put on a a good uh, a good show for for for, for the guests that that come on. I want to show them. You know what we do. <laughs> Hopefully they'll uh, they'll like it and have me back. But uh, yeah, so me, me and my okay, we, we've been just drilling and putting all kinds of stuff together. We bought uh we bought kudo kudo helmets from uh, Mal Sanchez Jones um, at Kudo Wales. I don't know if you know okay. him. Do you know him? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He was uh, he did uh, he 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 taught on the bag. Yes. Uh, Brian, yes, he did. Brian set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brian's. Yeah, like, yeah. There, there was a few of us there. Um, and uh, yeah, Mal is a great guy, man. His uh, his skill level is unbelievable. Um, and uh, he can hit, throw, strike, throw down, you name it. Close range, long range. So uh, I I uh, I fell in love with what he did, and and you know, so I said, hey man, what's your helmets like? He goes, hey. Why don't why don't why don't why don't we why don't we send you some? And I go, all right, well, I'm I'll pay you. And I go, all right, let's do it. So, so we, I, I can't wait to test it out. So, I I I finally got it. It arrived uh, I think two days ago. So I'm gonna go and uh, test it out uh, later on in the week with my UK and and uh, we'll we'll have it for the summer. Yeah. But so Christian nice. Christian uh, Christian is is having me on Saturday. 
but then we've booked also uh, the second week of August in Germany. So I should be there, you know, fingers crossed. I'll be there and uh, as a guest, uh, co-teaching with the man himself, Christian Wiedewerth. Nice. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. cool. I love that man, man. He uh, he's a he's a a giant teddy bear. You know what I mean? Like he's a he's he's a he's a really cool guy, uh, lovable dude, but he's nasty on the mat. He's he's a <laughs> nasty on the mat. He's a really good fighter, man. Yeah, and from what I've seen, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he he comes across. He's he's very very um enthusiastic i when when we were doing that bag workout i remember he was he was getting well into what he was showing it was quite funny to watch <laughs> yeah 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 his flow his flow drills are cool i i like i like how he thinks too like he he uh he's cross-trained in different arts too so we we kind of speak the same language you know like uh and uh it's funny like some of the things he does i i, I can't see it and then i said oh i i know why you're doing that now and and then some of the things I do, vice versa. He says, "I can't believe you came up with that." And I go, "Yeah, same year, man. Can't believe you thought that too, right?" So, so I think when I actually meet him in person, it's going to be. Uh, I think we're not going to have an ounce of sleep. <laughs> we're going to be talking about this stuff all night. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool. We all know that seminars are not about the people. It's about us. It's about guys getting yeah. out, having a <laughs> play date. Right? That's what seminars are, man. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. To some degree. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'm not. <laughs> let's, let's, go, let's go back to the, the journal thing. Uh, you yes. want to talk about that? You're a yeah. big journaler. Um, yeah. I've, 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 I, have been, I haven't been for my martial arts, really, up until very, very can, recently. Can you, can you excuse me? I'll go bring my journal. It's just lying on the floor there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it. carry on. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, one yeah. second, one second, okay? Yeah, go ahead. What were you saying? No, I just, I, I've never been a big journaler for martial arts up until recently. I guess when we started kind of um, yeah. developing the journal we're doing. But I've always, lifting weights and stuff like that, I've always written it down. Yeah. Um, I've got, you know, journals upstairs from years and years of different exercises reps how you yeah, everything yeah um and sue sue's a big journaler i have always... done it for um i did it for all sorts of other things you know sort of uh, sometimes sporadically you know but i've always been quite into it diary keeping and note taking but i think for um in terms of karate i've been a good note taker because mm. um my memory is often quite bad and when it comes to um getting ready to do things for like uh, a grading or something and yeah. we would have to learn a drill and be able to demonstrate it when I would practice and find one that worked for me I would immediately go write that down so that I wouldn't lose it you know right, the next right. day yeah, um, but I didn't memory. have anyone to practice with so you know so so I've got various notebooks strewn with you know left right left 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 right left right right foot <laughs> Yep. To anyone else, yep. that would make no sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You no, know, it's so, cool, man. Yeah, just that kind of thing. It's, it's useful. You've got to do something to kind of yeah, keep yeah. that stuff. And it's interesting looking back on. Yeah, you need to. I mean, I, I, I find it a necessity for me. It's like my, it's also like, like I said, it's learned behavior too. My dad did it when he was young and I kind of just followed suit. And it's just, I, I get anxious when I don't do it. If I don't, if I don't write something down, 
it's like it's part of me like i i journal like i need it i need it to keep my day in in order and if i don't have it i i lose that focus it's kind of like an ocd thing i i, I feel mm. like i'm obsessed by it by it i need to have it right like so i've got a couple of journals here i've got journals on on pages where i would just write out techniques and highlight stuff and it, they're all like messy notes with 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 sketches and stuff um and different kind of codes for myself and then i've got uh sometimes i would uh write down i'd write down a sequence a sequence of ideas right so i'd write them all down like as a sequence and um then uh maybe maybe if 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 there's a like here, this is this is really cool. These are all like memories from my teacher. Um, before I, these are all notes when him and I, like you know, before we, uh, before he passed. Like I would, I'd spend countless hours just picking his brain, you know. And uh, we we drew this diagram of of a clock, and mm -hmm. in Kempo, in Kempo, um, uh, Ed Parker has this thing called the universal symbol, and. Yeah, we have those clocks, those those clock positions, like the 12 o'clock, the 6 o'clock, the 7, the 2, all that. Those are all like, you find all that in kata too, right? They're all, they're all there. But he says, then now what you got to do is you got to turn that clock and make it look like this. <laughs> so it's a mess. <laughs> you, you, can get, you can get from one, you can get to any point in any way you want, and it becomes a mess. Yeah. So... That that mess, uh, I, I I said, Vic, you got to write that. His name was Vic. I go, Vic, please write that down. I want you to write that on my book. I and and I and I kept it there, and yeah, he signed it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, so then then things got a little bit more refined. So now my my latest type style of journaling is is this style. Um, it's kind of messy to me, but it makes more sense. This is more. This has been a more consistent way for me to journal. So it's really simple, man. It's I start off with. Here, I'll show you. So I start off with goals, right? So for example, here, here's an example for February. So in February, February, I wrote down February 2021 goals. Okay. And then mm -hmm. I just drew a table. And then I had for that for that month, I wanted to do four things: self-learn, weights, cardio, and outdoor training. So I wrote down those four things. Then I then I put down a tally, a tally chart. So I had a tally and I said, in that month. I want, and I wrote down a, I, I wrote down, I, I wrote down a realistic number of times I want to hit those activities. So I said, mm -hmm. I want to do that three times in that month, four, three, four, four, and three. So three times of self-learning, three self-learning sessions, four weight training sessions, four cardio sessions, and three outdoor sessions, right? And then in the comment section, in the comment section over here, I call it comments. Basically, those were my how I'm going to achieve that, what I'm going to do to, to get that goal. So for example, for self-learning, I want to work that for that month. I want to work Thai clinch work. I want to do some, uh, I want to work on the Thai long guard and, and I want to work on uh, solo groundwork. And those were specific things that I picked because from my previous training in the previous month, I was getting tagged with, with, with shots on the outside. And so I wanted to learn learn some 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 strategies on, on how I can keep the opponent at bay and crash mm -hmm. the distance inside. So I said, uh, let me turn to Thai, Muay Thai, to, to learn that. So so for that whole month, I was working on that, putting in some weights, some cardio and outdoor training. And then and then what I do is the next page is the actual journal. So that's my that that's my that's my plan. 
And the journal now would be every single day now that I'm actually applying, I'm actually uh, executing that. I'm going to write down what I did that day, how I did it, how I felt, uh, what were my shortcomings, my strengths and weaknesses and my next steps. Right. And I got that kind of thinking from teaching because when we do our report cards and when we write assessments and, and give feedback to students, we always structure it in, a, in, in this kind of way. We say, what were your strengths? What were your weaknesses? And what are your next steps? So strengths, mm. weaknesses and next steps. Right. So that that I've ingrained that in my in my journaling and that comes out in my in my day to day. And everything is focused based on that one particular plan. Right. And it, and 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 so like the next and then and then uh, what I do is I, I I check it off in the journal part when I actually write I I will yeah. write down every time I work out that for that month in February every day I write down the date uh, on which I did that and then I'll write down what I'm doing for that day and it's catered it's catered specifically focused to that plan right I must finish that plan now if I don't finish that plan which I Sometimes that happens. Let's just say I move on to March, right? I'll look back at my February, my February tallies and I'll see what are the things I didn't do and I'll just play. We've lost you again, Chris. Chris, yeah. you've frozen oh, up again. Yeah. Some, for some reason, Skype doesn't like us talking about journals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. But anyway, yeah, so that's, that's my process. It's pretty simple. Um, I start off with uh, some goals. And I track them um, with a tally chart, and then I uh, write out my sub goals. And then every time I work out, I I focus on those goals, and I I I I check off the tally, or I record the tally for for that uh, workout. Yeah, fantastic, really that good. Seems to work for me. Yeah, we, yeah. we will. Uh, we will once once we have ours uh, in hand, we will send you a copy, hundred percent. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. No problem. Yeah. See if yeah. it uh, see see how it works for you as well. Oh, for sure. I'll uh, I'll make some noise noise online uh, for you. Yeah. yeah we'll just, uh, awesome. We'll just Thank you. Kind of ex yeah, that would be amazing. Also, it'd just be really cool for it to be tested, you know, in the hands yeah. of people who are used to doing that, mm. and uh, yeah. test out how it works for people. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I uh, you know, I can I can make. I can, I, I can tell you right now, um, I can make anything work, man. You, you throw anything my way, I'll make it work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's, that's the beauty of, uh, of, of being, being able to problem solve. Like, I mean, you know, um, people, people can look at, at all kinds of journals or anything really and criticize and say, Oh, well, this is done, be done before or whatever. And, uh, you know, this, this is kind of plain or, uh, this could, this could use uh, work in this area and this and that. Well, then go ahead and do it then, <laughs> you know, uh, make, make it happen. Right. So like, I mean, of course, I mean, I took, I took a look at Les's, Les's journal. His journal is great, man. Um, now really? it's very simple. Fantastic. There, there are things, there are things that I can add to it, but Hey man, that's what journals are about. So like, it's like, it's like, I can, I can spend, I can spend hours saying what it doesn't do, but I could also spend hours saying what it allows me to, do even more you know what i mean so mm -hmm. so it his his journal gives me that it's so simplistic that it gives me it, it it allows me to write and allows me to express right and um yeah. you know and that's it's it's like a trigger it triggers you to 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 tap into your thinking right and that's what 
I think is key. Fantastic. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. Brilliant. I love it. Yeah, we, 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 we won't be too long now before we... Well, by the time this goes out, it will be announced. And then yeah, we just yeah, got to get it. Yeah, yeah, be all out there. Be all out there. Yeah. So what's happening with you guys in the UK with uh, with work and COVID and all that? Um, I I haven't stopped working the whole time. I work in retail. So, you know, I've been... Oh, okay. I've, I haven't stopped working. Um, non-essential... Is it non-essential shops? Pubs? Gyms? Yeah. Leisure centers, they all open literally today. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. And you can now meet people outside. Is that right, Sue? Yeah, we can all socialize outside. We can sit in the cold and um, get chilly together, <laughs> which is, um, you know, it's all very exciting. Yeah. Social distancing <laughs> st- still applies. Um, Training wise, yeah. still, you still can't, you know, come together and grapple and punch each other in the face yet. No, That's we're not allowed off, to do yeah. that. But, um, we're allowed to use um, focus mitts so long as one of uh, one of the pair is wearing a mask. Um, so you're yeah, able to do yeah. pad work if you want to do that. So that's um, that's kind of awesome. So I think we're working our way towards that in class now. Mm-hmm, we are indeed. Yeah. Um, you know, we're we're a very um, friendly class, though. It's just very democratic. You know, if it's not okay for anyone, then that's great. You know that cool so isn't it it's you know it's all very mm. do do what you need to do do whatever feels comfortable for you kind of thing in our class which is yeah. which is awesome. so 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 what do you got what do you guys train like where tell, tell me about your background your training background oh um i i started training when i was uh seven oh, wow. which was a long a long time ago um and i i started traditional shotokan um oh, okay. yeah my instructor was he was big into kind of making stuff work so he he did a lot of kickboxing and a lot of freestyle karate as well so it was always kind of infused with that it was still very much a traditional syllabus but it was infused with that kind of way of sparring um so we always did stuff yeah we always did kind of boxing style punches and things like that was always a part of it um and yeah that, that was that was my training for a long time i did a bit of judo um very sporadically um yeah i, I went and trained did a bit of wateroo for a while um nice and yeah yeah now i'm trying once with this back opens back up again i want to try and get back into brazilian jiu-jitsu i've done a few sessions yeah. there and i really loved it so i would i'd like to get into that as well hey uh, judo judo guys uh, when they look at bjj guys they go chris uh, you know what bjj stands for eh and i'm going what basically just judo basically just judo basically okay (laughs) yeah yeah they they make fun of it because because that's that's where it came from right they they started it started in judo and then jiu-jitsu guys just kind of stole it (laughs) Mm. that's what they say yeah that's what they say it's funny yeah yeah i like it's not just karate that has that has these kind of uh insults that we throw everyone's way it has it in all martial arts oh, it's every, everyone everyone's trying to crap on each other man it's yeah, it's what yeah. keeps things interesting <laughs> it's sad though it's sad but it's funny at the same time <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 for sure i think um oh uh mike clark was uh was was saying something along those lines he's, he's been in the game he said a long time 
and he's watched these yeah. fa- you know that he's watched these cycles go round a couple of times now you know yeah. of, of uh things changing and then kind of coming back and what have you and he's like that you know this is this is normal for it to just go round like this you know yeah. fashions to change and and uh yeah that was quite interesting yeah fashion the, mm. i think the fashion industry i mean you'd know better than me uh i'm assuming because you're in the re- retail i think it's like a what a 20 year 20 year cycle things change right oh god knows i'm not in fashion clothing. retail but oh no yeah okay. they do say that don't they yeah but nobody that i have yeah, heard yeah. that to be fair well speaking 20, of 20 years who's uh, slightly older than you and uh and uh, has has worn many fashionable clothes in her past i can tell you that i've seen <laughs> um I missed out on flares the first time, but I've seen them come round again. And yeah, uh, bell bottoms. <laughs> that's right. Girls are now currently wearing um, Friends-inspired clothes, and Friends is um, like twenty years old now. So yeah. these things do absolutely fashion. Oh, you mean like you mean like the TV show Friends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't need oh, okay. It's ne- it's nearly thirty years old. So is it really? Oh, Seriously, it's from when it started. Yeah. Is it finished? From in- when it started. It finished it in, in about three or something like that. Okay, so oh, wow. yeah, way older than I thought then. Um, and also, yeah, I mean, batwing sweaters are out, and they were out in the early eighties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, I remember. I remember. Oh man, I remember in the eighties. Uh, we used to. Uh, I used what to love you going wear? What and... were you? Were you a new romantic, Chris? <laughs> oh, I used to wear. I used to wear bell-bottom jeans with Doc 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 Martens Doc Martin shoes, floral floral print shirts, and back in the day I had hair, so so I, I I'd slick my hair back, uh, kind of buzz cut in the side and combed over, gelled gelled here, and I, Mr. Pretty Boy, you know what I'm saying? Ready for the clubs, <laughs> ready for the dance clubs, baby. Yeah. Wow, and, uh, that sounds like a kind of hybrid between a. New romantic and a and a hippie. <laughs> yeah, it's it was the house. Uh, I was in. It was the I was into house music, so house house music, you know. And we we would. Uh, that's how we would dress, man. We dressed like a houser. <laughs> right. <laughs> Me and a whole okay. bunch of Asian Asian guys would just go out there and just you know dance up a storm, try to pick up all the ladies. It was great. <laughs> yeah, man. Sounds fantastic. <laughs> Excellent. Days. Yeah. <laughs> well, the 80s were quite then something I, for clothes, it has to be said. Then I got married. <laughs> no, I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Delete. <laughs> That'll be a blooper. Yes, you can cut that down. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel the need for me to take that out, Chris? I can do that if yeah. you like. Yeah, it's all good. My, my wife's got a good sense of humor. <laughs> I'm transparent, man. I'm like saran wrap. Everything I say just it's, it's right there. It's transparent. It's all Excellent. good. Leave it on. Leave it on. Okay. <laughs> it will all stay then. It will all yeah. stay. E- easiest editing job ever for Sue. Yeah. Leave it all there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we 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 uh we always ask these two questions um to anyone that comes on, or we try to. Yeah, man. Sure. So I think you've probably already answered this because I, the impression I'm getting from you, I have one, but I'm going to see if I'm right. Is favorite kata? Oh, okay. Uh, and the other favorite one is favorite kata. martial arts, favorite martial arts movie, TV show, anything like that. Oh, okay, okay. So favorite kata, the two comes to mind: uh, Nahanchi and Rohai. I knew it. 
I knew Nihanchi. I knew it. Yeah, Nihanchi and Rohai. What was it then? Lo- Rohai, okay. Rohai. Rohai. Yeah. Like, we start off... Uh, Rohai's done... The, uh, Akan, the Matsubayashi is, is, you know, you start off like this. You drop down... Whoop, <laughs> drop down into a double hand, uh, double sword hand. And you parry here. Punch. Bring it in. Step. It's it's a beautiful art, uh, beautiful yeah. kata. It's got a it's it, it it fits nicely with my body and my style, you know, um, and yeah, and like I combine I combine, uh, you know, the the dirty elements uh, in Nahanchi in Rohai, and it, it's great it's great when you spar with it, man. It's really cool. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so- yeah, we don't we don't have Rohai. We have we have Makio, which is kind of. Um... I think it's basically Funakoshi's sort of fusion of different yeah. Rohai come together, which is it's a fairly nice cutter. It's quite it's quite nice. Um, but yeah, uh, no, the one well, you're talking about is very nice. When 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 the weather gets better, I'm gonna do a lot of filming of of, of kata. I wanna. Um, I noticed like my my audience. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of people who want to learn. You know, like simple rudimentary things and i find a lot of my content doesn't do that i don't really teach a lot of simplistic like uh you know kihons or uh you know i don't teach kata online and i think i I should so you know that's important information for me so i wrote it down in my my journal that uh those are the things i'm gonna be doing yeah so i'm gonna film and i'll I'll get i'll get you uh i'll get you uh well it'll be up on youtube anyway uh uh, i want to do one on roi yeah. Oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. That sounds but, really uh, good. I'd love to see it. Yeah. I'm not familiar yeah, with yeah. it, so I want to cool. get uh, I want to get some good background uh, B-roll too, like uh, by by the water. Um, I want to do it on the beach, and uh, I'm gonna be wearing a gi for once. <laughs> I never, I never wear. Yeah, I, I never like I, I don't know if you see. That's another criticism I get is like. Who's this guy, man? He's an MMA guy doing karate. Like, what is this guy? What's because I'm never wearing I'm never wearing a gi. Like, I'm always wearing tights and shorts and a t-shirt or some it's karate funny, unity. It's funny, that, it's, it's funny that uh, wearing a gi will automatically make you a karate guy, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's true. I did an experiment. Like, so I made I made uh, I made some videos with a gi on versus without. I got more hits mm-hmm. with a gi than without. I got more views with a gi. It's crazy. It was an experiment. And and uh, it worked, but uh, yeah. So I'm going to be wearing more of a gi. <laughs> That's incredible. But, I wonder uh, why. Yeah, I think it's, it's weird. People in the karate, you, you, I think you nailed it, Chris. You know, in the karate world, people if you don't, people think you're some kind of MMA fighter or a boxer or something. Yeah, um, and and if you and if you don't flash on your thumbnail a picture uh, or a word of a karate uh, of a karate guy, like like late, lately, like. I've been, I've learned a lot from Jesse Ankamp, uh, the way he does his videos. Um, yeah, and so he, he's so well. He's yeah, so good. he's he's a master at, uh, at at digital marketing, man. Okay, well, the next thing that I wanted to ask you was um, two questions, really. We've we've had a conversation recently with somebody about getting rid of um, black belts at seminars. Mm. Um, just as not saying we should, but just like would would that have an effect on the way that people trained? And what you think about that? And um, what was the other thing I was going to ask? Black Who you think is? Yeah, you know, mm. so that sometimes people um, will only go to other black belts or a similar grade. Um, 
Oh, they won't train with people who are colour. It wasn't belts. just black belts, though. It was just it was all grades. It was everyone wear a white yeah, belt. Yeah, so everyone it? get rid of their yeah. Essentially, yeah, everyone get rid of their coloured belts. Everyone wear white or something, and then just yeah, relax about who you team up with in uh when when you comes to partner work at a seminar. And, yeah. Uh, and the other question was now we're talking about people who are out there and doing stuff. Who you think's good right now? Who who you think has got some interesting ideas and sharing? Apart from your good self, of course. Yeah. Okay. Um, sure. Let me. So okay. So black belts. Let me just write this down. I got a bad memory here. Black yeah, belts. Yeah, no, Jake's right. He's corrected me, and he's quite right. It's not just black belts, but it's kind of getting rid of all. All. And who all who do who do I think? What's the second question? Who do I think is good? Who's interesting out there? Who's good? Who's okay. sharing some good stuff? Oh, interesting. Okay, cool. All right. And then um, just to even backtrack even more when we, uh, b- before I think I answered your first, uh, uh, Greg, um, so right. you had asked me about teaching and then you asked me about my favorite, uh, favorite film, uh, I think. And oh, I didn't yeah, a- answer did, yeah. that. But, but uh, just really quickly, my favorite film is, is Enter the Dragon. Uh, that, that, that was Good a choice. game changer for me. Yeah, but uh, I, can, I can revisit that later. I'll just write that down because um, I have a backstory about that, Enter the Dragon. Um, okay, but to to get to Su- 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 Susie, uh, your your question, black belts, yeah, um, yeah, seminars. I I uh, I usually uh, open things up. You know, um, one of the requirements is uh, all belts, all styles, all ranks. Um, and you know, if they want to, if they want to wear their belt, they can. But the, yeah, you know, the, there there is a problem there because when people see black belts, you know. Beginners, when they come to you, they get intimidated too. They get to see they, they, they see all these senior guys and they get they get intimidated. Whereas if everybody's plain Jane and everybody's simple, right, it's like all the same, right, it, it eliminates that bias, right? And so you don't know you don't know who you're training with. It's just everybody is equal. So I think that's a good idea, you know, where, you know, the requirement is you just kind of state in the beginning, uh, the attire will be athletic clothing. That's it. Athletic, comfortable clothing. Right, you 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 don't you don't even uh, think about geese or anything like that. You know what I mean? You keep it simple. Mm. I mean that's that's how I like to roll. You know, um, and I am pretty like I I don't I don't like it when people call me sensei. You know that kind of bothers me. I just, call me no, Chris, I man. Like either. You know you can call me sensei if you want, but it, it's all good, man. You know, like I, we're we're uh, I'm coach. I'm coach Chris. You know, I'm a coach. You know, I I, I mean I I have nothing wrong with the word, but I mean, I'm not a, I, I'm Asian, but I'm, 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 I'm more North American than I am, than I'm Asian. You know what I mean? Like I, the, the bottom line is, is, is just respect, man. Uh, you know, so I don't get caught up with this whole belt thing and, and, and the, the terms and all that. Like I, I'm just, you know, you're paying, you're paying to come and learn from me and train with each other. That's it. So let's, uh, let's leave all the stigma away. Let's take away the belts. Let's take away ranks and all that and we're just gonna just talk shop here's what i got let's train you know mm. um so that's my answer to that question and um i don't know did i did i answer it okay or is yeah that's great kinda... that's very cool yeah it's just an idea just just really cool to talk to people who actually run seminars and just um see if it yeah. feels like a valid idea it's not you know that's all really yeah like i i uh like we've got this one coming up next week and you know, uh, Christian, Christian is cool. Like he, he doesn't care. He says, wear whatever you want to wear, man. 
You know, just as long as you cover up your uglies, we're good to go. <laughs> I, I added that part in. I, I added that part in. Where he just says, yeah, wherever you want. And I go, yeah, just so that you cover up your uglies, right? And he goes, and then he's laughing, right? He's going, oh, so, you know, Christian, he's like German, right? He doesn't understand English. Right? He goes, well, let's say that again, Chris. What, what do you say? I go, so you don't cover up your uglies. And he's going, uglies. I'm going, uglies, bro. You're uglies. And he goes, oh, no. Oh, okay. You're a funny guy, Chris. And I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, it really doesn't matter, you know. <laughs> Who do I think is good out there? Oh, man, there's a lot of good guys out there. I mean, good in, in terms of in the martial art world, you mean? Um, mm. Well, yeah. I can tell you some of the people that I follow that I that I that I, I like. I mean, I like uh, I like Jesse stuff, but to, to be honest, I like it just for the entertainment value. I like it for uh, you know just I, I look at it now because I'm a content creator myself. Um, I look at it from a from a technical point of view. So when I look at his mm. videos, I look at it technically. I look at it, you know his intros, his outros, the music, the overlays, you know all all the artsy fartsy stuff that he does. And he does that brilliantly. So Jesse, number one for martial art movie making. <laughs> um, you know, um, I like the Buddha brothers. Uh, the Buddha brothers, I don't know if you heard of those guys. Uh, no, I haven't actually. Yeah, uh, check them out, man. B-U-D-O, Budo brothers. Um, they're Canadian guys. Uh, Canada, yeah. Uh, they're based in the, <laughs> based in the uh, what's it, <laughs> in the West End. Um, they're, they're Jake, they're JKD, FMA, Filipino type of martial artists. I find okay. uh, the JK, JKD, FMA group, they're just chill, man. You know, they got a chill vibe to them. Um, anything goes kind of mentality. Um, so yeah, I, I, and I love all oh, their video quality is, oh, it's like butter, bro. Smooth, really cool. Like really nice, okay. right to the point editing, beautiful stuff, man. Um, they've got Let's a nice clothing line too. Yeah, Buddha Brothers. Um, I like uh, what's it? Uh, uh, Fight Tips. Uh, I don't know if you heard of him. Uh, oh, Shane. Shane, yeah. Shane Fawzen. Yeah, yeah, he's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super guy, open-minded. Yeah, he does a lot of uh, uh, combat sport, but he integrates a lot of he, he, a lot of his guests um, have been traditional guys. Um, mm -hmm. So he's he's talked about that. He's open-minded. He 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 says, "Hey, you know what? There's a there's a time and place for everything, and everything's useful, kind of thing." So I love him for mm -hmm. that. Um, yeah. He, uh, I like uh, Ando. You know Ando Sensei. You know yeah. Sensei Ando. Yeah. 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 Him and I. Yeah. Him and I did a. He, we 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 were in each other's podcast. He had me on his, and I had him on mine. And so he's he's a great guy. Um, I'm planning to do a seminar with him in California at some point. So he's uh, oh, we're, cool. we're 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 talking I've about it, and we're. We're talking about an open forum university style type of uh, type of seminar where, uh, like, I, I was I was texting him. I said, "Let's let's brainstorm, man." He goes, "Okay, let me just get all my vaccinations, and then we'll 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 talk." And I go, "All right." Cool. So so what was just a spoiler trailer? Like, we're thinking of uh, having kind of like a university style type of seminar where open mat, um, one hour one hour an instructor. Everybody just goes to that instructor for an hour. We have this big matted area and rooms, and we just pick pick your poison, man. One hour, go to the instructor, and we're just sharing our craft, you know. Awesome. Um, that sounds amazing. It. Super simple, you know. And I've been to venues like that here in Toronto, so I've got a bit of experience with that. I, I actually taught in some venues here, 
like that. And then um, my one of my teachers in North Carolina, um, Troy Troy Price. You should check his material out too. He's an older gentleman, but uh, uh, I mean his video editing skills is not the best, but his techniques are off the roof. Troy Price, Troy J Price. Okay. Look look him up. Um, really cool technical stuff. Um, but he does a lot of open type seminars like that where they're like conference styles where you just come in. He does a quick talk. Hi, my name is Troy Price. Here's our instructor lineup for today. We've got uh, uh, Sensei Greg who's going to be doing this, this, and this. Sensei Susie is going to be doing this. Sensei Chris is going to be doing this, blah, 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 all this stuff. Pick your poison. One hour. Let's go. Boom. See you back in an hour. And so you, you just go. So I nice. – uh, uh, Ando and I are, are are talking about it. We don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But, but um, yeah. So Ando is good. Um, let's see. Um, oh, boxing. So I like uh, I like watching another Canadian guy. Uh, his name is uh, what's it? Uh, Jason Van Jason Van Holderhuizen. That's his name. But he he goes his his channel is Precision Striking. And okay. really cool, really cool videos. Um, he's a he's a former kung fu guy, so we trained together in, in in the same kung fu school. But he became this big boxing mogul now. So like, he he uh, does boxing consulting and stuff. And oh, great, great um, uh, drills that I've picked up for mobility and um, just 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 specific isolation drills, like how to use your shoulder better, how to turn better, how to how to get more power in your hips. All this kind of stuff just kind of translates really well into karate, you know. Mm. So I use him and um, who else? Um, oh, there's this other, other in the states. Um, what's it called? Oh, Tritac. T T R T R I T A C. Tritac. Tritac Martial Arts. They okay. they have a uh, check them out. They they have a uh, a really cool channel where. You'll see, like, immediately when you see their self-defense expressions, you'll immediately see kata in there because they do a lot of in-close clinch stuff, hammer fist strikes, headbutts, knee bumps, and all these things, all that, you mm. know, I, I see now, aren't you? <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, uh, those are those are the kind of guys that I, I like to watch um, cool. that I think are, are pretty cool. Um, and of course there's Ian Abernathy. I mean, he's, he's a staple. I, uh, I always look at his stuff and, um, yeah. There's a lot of good stuff out there. There is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, on, on my channel, like I've, I've like, if, if you take a look at my Instagram, uh, and, and look at my IGTV and all my posts and stuff, I've, I've mm. interviewed and spoken to a lot of different martial artists that are not big, but they're just amazing people. So there's a lot of names on there that they're very approachable people, you know, and you can reach out to them and, and, uh, just, they'll show you, they'll show you everything in their head, you know, which is really cool. Like I've got a lot yeah. of, I've made, I've made a lot of friends in the martial art world. And you know, I find, I find people will come to you more in, and, and, and welcome you more when, when you just kind of just show that you're vulnerable, you know, like, and show that, you know, you, you don't know everything, bro. And, and, and mm. I'm just on the same page as you. I'm just trying to figure it all out myself, you know? So absolutely, when you, you kind of show that vibe and, and, and show your vulnerability, I, I find that, um, you get instant street cred with everybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, yeah. 
So, yeah, man. Awesome. Let's go back to your story about Bruce Lee and that fa- that favorite film because you said you had a story oh, there for us. So yeah, I let's did, I let's did. circle back to that. Uh, to, uh, <laughs> wind right. up. We're circling back. We're circling back and we're circling it. We're circling. Well. We're right, circling. Into the dragon and the big brawl. Okay, here we go. So this story is called Into the Dragon and the Big Brawl. Once upon a time, there was these two Asian men. One of them was Bruce Lee, and the other guy was name was Jackie Chan. I didn't know any of these men. I didn't know who they are or whatever. I was a budding nine-year-old, um, and my dad – actually, 10 years old. I was 10 years old. I just started karate, and uh, I was getting, getting bullied a lot in school and stuff, and my dad said, listen, you got to do karate, man. Okay, and I said, all right, let's do this. So then uh, – um, Enter the Dragon made made its debut in Toronto here um, way back in like in the early, late 70s, early 80s. It was the first time Enter the Dragon was released, right? And it was a big thing. And I didn't know why it was a big thing. But anyway, it, it got, it was a double feature with Enter the Dragon, Bruce Lee, and the big brawl, Jackie Chan. Um, um, and uh, have you seen those movies? Have you seen? Uh, I, haven't, I haven't seen the big brawl, no. Okay, it was it was Jackie's it was Jackie's first uh, one of his first uh, Hollywood uh, debuts. Okay, okay, and, and uh, it was you know Jackie was being Jackie it was a funny acrobatic type of movie, and so anyway that was shown first, and then there was an intermission, and then Enter the Dragon came on. So so my first exposure to this Asian martial art guy was Jackie Chan. So I liked it. Don't get me wrong. So I was there, and we had a. Uh, we had uh, some guests visiting from the UK, actually, one of one of our family friends. And and we're all sitting there in the theater. We're watching this. And I'm like, like with my dad, I'm eating popcorn. I go, Dad, this is awesome, right? This is great. And so I had to take a piss, went for a piss, piss break, came back. And then, uh, you know, there was all this silence and stuff. They were changing the reels. And then all of a sudden, dun, dun, wow. Remember the opening, right? The opening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, there was, uh, and then like you see, Enter the Dragon in red, yeah. and you see this plank like this fly by, and uh, what's it? You had the Lalo Schifrin soundtrack on there, and he was the musical director there. Um, and uh, oh man, I was just like, wow, this is cool. I got taken just by the first thing, and then uh, the opening scene when Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee had to had to fight Sammo Hung. Sammo uh, Hung guy. on the beach. Yeah, Sammo yeah, Hung, yeah, yeah. which, uh, which, by the way, uh, Sammo Hung and Jackie Chan, I don't know if you knew this, uh, I'm a big movie, martial art movie buff. Um, Jackie Chan and uh, Jackie Chan and Sammo Hung were classmates in the same uh, Chinese opera school. So they, they, they were, I, had I believe, that, yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, I, I believe they were orphans and they, they got taken in by this, uh, by this Chinese opera school. And um, Sammo Hung was actually, a more tougher fighter than than Jackie, but uh, so Samo has skills, man. But anyway, so when I saw that scene when when uh, Bruce was fighting Samo and the, you know he he did an, he did the armbar and he came in with traps and a straight blast and all this kind of stuff, mm. I was like, holy shit, right? And then and then uh, then when he did when he did the scene with uh, with uh, Bob Hall there, Bob Waller, Bob, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, he, he he put his hand there and he did a pak da, the, a very simple Wing Chun uh, technique where you pak, pak sao and back fist. It looked like one motion, man. 
And mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God. I started emulating Bruce Lee ever since. And then I, there was a martial art, uh, uh, martial arts store, uh, equipment store and bookstore that opened up near my house. I, was, I would save up all my uh, allowance, take the bus, go there, buy Bruce Lee magazines. I bought my first set of, uh, uh, you know, you know the, the Bruce Lee four volume, four yeah. volume set? Yeah, yeah man, I've I, got them upstairs. Whether orange, blue, green, and yeah, different I mean, colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Green, yeah, man. Um, I would take those books. I would take one of those books, shove it in my gi, go go into class, and when when the teacher wasn't looking, I would take it out and start looking at some technique, put it back in, and then then I, then I would start nailing these guys with stop kicks and shit like that. It, mm. it, oh, Bruce Lee changed me, man. Bruce Lee changed me. Yeah. And there was, there was a phase where I would even like start to dress like him. I would wear black track pants, white shirt, tank top. I would cut my <laughs> hair. So it's just like, just fucking bull cut like this. Right. Yeah. Wear the Chinese slippers, you know, the whole thing. <laughs> oh, so Brilliant. Yeah, that's, that's, Love my, it. that's my story, man. That's my story. Um, yeah. I used to, uh, Bruce Lee is, uh, he's captivating, isn't he? I used to be, so massively into his films all the time I, i'm before when i was still at school karate used to be on a friday evening when i would go and train so i'd get home from school on a friday i'd put yeah. on a bruce lee a bruce lee film watch it practice techniques and then go off and try and use it in sparring <laughs> that's what i would always do every yeah, friday man. oh yeah man yeah he, he uh he you know it was a sensational thing for me you know i i uh when he when he passed away Lots of uh, uh, publications came out on him, um, all kinds of magazines. I've got like a whole, I've got all kinds of collector Bruce Lee editions, special edition books and, and in really good condition too. I've kept them all, I'll like preserve them. And um, yeah, so, you know, I, I'm a bit of a fanboy when it comes to Bruce. Um, and for my, for my 50th, uh, my wife, uh, she got me this cutout here. Um and and uh, what's that? I got another cutout of Bruce over there in, in, in my dojo, and like so, she knows how much I love Bruce, so she uh, she uh, she got me uh, some cutouts and stuff like that. So he's he's a resident in my dojo now. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here, let me give you a tour of my dojo. Show you. Oh yeah, awesome. So, yeah, let's see. So this is the this is the corner. It's a little messy because uh, I I was training in it earlier, but here's here's the corner of it. Here's here's the other Bruce. Oh yeah. Yeah. Got my weapons here on the floor. I'm very jealous. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Yeah, hold on. I'm gonna. So yeah, here's another cutout that my wife bought me for my for my fiftieth. Hey. <laughs> <It's like, laughs> our giant Chris Hansen right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, got my Muay Thai posters with Sean Ru, and then this is the man that changed my ga- changed my life, man. This guy here, Vic Arnold. He uh, he passed away. But uh, I wrote a little inscription here for him. Uh, August 27th, uh, 1940. Uh, he was born to December 14th, 2015. Dani Sikempo, Jitsu, Karate Do founder, father, grandpa, mentor, and good friend. You opened my eyes and taught me how to learn martial arts. Forever grateful. Us. Yeah. Very nice. So that's that. And then I got, uh, these are my different certs. Um, oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then I got a Bruce Lee poster here again, and all my all my resources. I just put it on the ledge here, and I just pick and choose whatever I want to study. What was that Bruce Lee picture on that one there? 
Oh yeah, yeah, let me show you. Um, yeah, so it's the Tao of Jeet Kune Do. Uh, it's it's his original. It's his original sketches from his book. Um, so you've got leg locks, toe holds. That's insane to me. So hold on. So in when was that written? In the in the sixties, Bruce Lee was yeah. talking about leg locks. Yeah, leg locks, head and neck manipulations, uh, single leg takedowns and locks, arm blast, wrist passes, elbow throwbys. Right. So this is all. Yeah. These are all his sketches. Like he he basically got influenced by judo judo Jean Labelle. Him and yeah, him yeah, and Jean yeah. Labelle would cross hands, um, and he trained with uh, he trained with a lot of guys. Man, he I tell you when when he when he went to San Francisco. He touched hands with a lot of players there. That's a cool gym. I we, I'm very jealous of that. Oh, thanks. I'm thinking the next thing I want to do is get um, better tatami. I want to get some tatami mats because I, I, I just have, uh, I just have like uh, those uh, those puzzle mats right now. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I can't, I yeah. can't, I can't do any heavy throws on it. Or so, I think it's be more joint friendly if I get uh, some better tatami. So. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a hell of a setup. Looks great. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, when you uh, if you guys come to Toronto, man, uh, you know, I'll show you around. You guys oh, can come. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally be up awesome. That. Yeah, man. I um, Les wants me up to in the UK in July, but uh, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, if if uh, Christian wants me in August, I it's gonna be hard. My wife's gonna complain because if I go, if I go, if I do two seminars, <laughs> it's gonna she's going. You don't you don't you don't spend time with me. Blah blah blah. So like I I. Yeah. <laughs> I... <laughs> well, if you if you do come in but, July, we will, we will yeah. try and try and make it over for sure. Yeah, but uh, I I don't know. It's gonna be hard. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I don't even know if we can make it out because we're on lockdown, well, man. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Exactly. And you don't know what now. the situation will be here by July. We yeah. we could be having anything could be happening over here as well. So you know. But when you do come to the UK, we'd love to try and see you if we can. Yeah, that would be great. Cool. I, uh, I I I have I have family in the UK as well. Um, uh, on my grandmother's side. And my dad's side. Um, I think the one of them lives in Croydon. Another one lives okay. in Einfield or Enfield. Um, and I have a few friends like John. John Titchen is in Risborough. Uh, Les is in Guilford, I think. So it'll be good. I love to. I love awesome. to hang with you guys and train yeah, and sure. eat and chill out and you know. Yeah. Drinks maybe. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Got to yeah, be man. done. Got to be done. Yeah, man. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot to catch up on. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Okay, yeah. have we have we kind of all covered all the things we wanted to talk about here? Is there anything else we've missed? I don't think so. There's always things we can think about afterwards, but that's why we have a yeah, phone. We, we can always do this again. We could sit and talk all day, but I think probably oh, yeah. now, Chris, you you look as if you're kind of like itching to go and do the next thing now. <laughs> no, I'm I'm a uh, I don't know. I just I, I'm I'm an antsy kind of guy. But uh, no, I I I'm so I I I love I love chatting I love chatting with people, man. And I I uh, I get excited. Like I was uh, I was excited uh, 
I get excited for every talk that I that I do or 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 be part of. It's uh it's really cool, man. Um awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Just just wow. just uh getting different perspectives on things and mm. it's cool. Yeah. It is. It's fantastic to talk to you, Chris. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. Keep um, been- keep doing the great doing. content. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Awesome. Yeah, man. No problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Chris. And um, we'll give you a shout when this goes out. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, awesome. It, it was it was great. Thank you. Nice. Uh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Stay in touch online. Thank you, sir. Yeah, and, for um, sure. 100%. Take care. All right. Thank you. All the best. Okay. And bye. 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 bye.